Welcome to Crazy Day, where I explore my own curiosity and invite you along for the ride. Ready to go? Welcome to Crazy Day, my podcast about curiosity and what's on my mind. My name is Matt. This week is going to be one of my more free-form episodes, where I don't have a script or anything fully fleshed out. And instead, I wanted to explore the topic of negative self-talk. This is something that I've talked about previously on this podcast, where I grew up with a lot of negative self-talk, and it was something that just kind of came naturally to me. But what I wanted to talk about this on this episode are a couple of the things that helped me start to work through this, push past it, and eventually grow to the point where I am in a much better place than I was when I started on this path back in 2015. And so I wanted to you know, share a couple of things that have helped me and in the hopes that maybe somebody who's listening might be able to benefit from some of the lessons and the practices that have helped me get to where I am now. I'm not perfect, but I feel like I am in a much better place than I am or than I was uh, just a few years ago. I remember hearing a friend of mine who uh, had struggled with alcoholism. And he said that he remembered the first time he ever had a sip of alcohol, it was like a rush to his brain where it was like things changed. Now, I don't have that experience with alcohol. I can have a beer here and there, and it doesn't have that effect for me. It wasn't like all of a sudden, like my entire body changed and I had to have more and more and more. But clearly that was the case for him. But while I don't have that experience with alcohol, I do have that experience, or at least I did have that experience when it came to negative self-talk. I can still to this day remember the first time I stood up and had this moment of thinking, maybe this is what I'll do to try to solve my problems. And for whatever reason, my brain took really naturally to that. And it didn't want to let that habit go for a long time. I spent a lifetime, probably the better part of 20 years or more, of just heaping piles of abuse on myself for all sorts of reasons, real or perceived, to tell myself that I sucked, that I was a failure, that I'll never be good enough, that, you know, fill in the blank. There was never a shortage of reasons why I would abuse myself for one reason or another. And then the there came a time in uh, the fall of 2015 when I just had what I called, for lack of a better term, just a, a spiritual awakening. Maybe I'll talk about it in more depth in another, in another episode. But And I became just painfully aware of all of the stuff that had been going through my head, what had been so natural for so much of my life and just felt like, well, this is what I do. I became aware of it. And in part that came from, you know, reading some books and talking to some people and learning about this idea around the subconscious mind, right? This idea of this programming that's in our heads that influences so much of our daily lives, things that happen habitually, things that happen without us even realizing that they're happening, these instinctual things that we do, these ideas that come up, these words that come out of our mouths, these actions that we take that we almost don't even realize that we're taking because they happen subconsciously. 
Um, you know, for me, you might, th- I might think of, you know, maybe you drop something or you, you know, you, you trip on something and the first words that come out of your mouth are, Oh, I'm so stupid. Right. Now, not everybody does that, but I would do things like that. Right. Because that was part of my subconscious programming, right. Was just to sit there and, and, you know, kick myself in the pants every time I made a mistake because somehow I thought that was going to make things better. Not saying it makes sense, but in my head, there was some perverse logic that's, that I had taught myself that maybe it would help, you know? And so I realized how much power this subconscious had and how much I had programmed my subconscious, my subconscious with a lot of this negativity over the years. And I wanted to try to start to change that. Now, there's all sorts of ways that you can go about this from, you know, affirmations and journaling and meditation. And I was trying all of these various things. I didn't know what to do exactly, how, what was going to work. And I was trying a bunch of different things, but it became clear to me that the first thing I needed to do was to start to reprogram the soundtrack that was going on between my ears. A lot of times, you know, if I was left to my own devices, I would try to fill the, you know, the silence with noise, right? I didn't like being quiet. I didn't like sitting in a quiet car. I didn't like sitting in a quiet room. And so I would put music on or I might put a podcast on. But the podcasts that I listened to so often were just entertaining podcasts. There was nothing wrong with them. And they certainly weren't negative, but they were just there for my entertainment. And I wanted to start to reprogram my uh, reprogram my thoughts, reprogram my mind to, to have the ideas and the thoughts and the concepts that I wanted to be there that didn't come naturally to me. There's this concept out there of, you know, you're the sum total of the five people that uh, you spend the most time with. And I wasn't in a position at the time to dramatically change the people that I hung out with, um, but I could start to listen to podcasts and read books and listen to audiobooks and things like that that were of the type of people that I would want to be around until I could start to change the nature of the five people that I hung out with more. I started listening to audiobooks that were of the types of things that I wanted in my ears. I remember the first book that somebody sent me was uh, Think and Grow Rich by Napoleon Hill. Um, didn't know what else to listen to. And so until I found something else, I just put that one on. And I remember going to the gym and just listening to that and driving and listening to that and just kind of filling my head with some new ideas, some new ways of thinking, some new concepts. And because that was the type of thing that I wanted to be going through my head. And that certainly was better than, uh, than the alternative. I started to find myself listening to podcasts. I remember the first podcast that I stumbled across, I don't even remember how now, was uh, the Lewis Howes podcast, uh, The School of Greatness, where he would interview different people that had had success in some way, shape, or form and just try to learn from them. And I thought, you know, how cool is it that I can basically listen in on conversations with people, again, that are sometimes like the kind of people that I would want to be around and learn from them. And again, fill my high, fill my head with new ideas, new concepts, new premises around, you know, self-improvement, self-betterment, and just learn. Um, you know, and so these those ideas were pivotal to me changing some of the soundtrack that was going on in between my ears. I remember the next thing that really kind of changed 
you know, kind of helped me down this path of changing the, the thoughts that were going on in my mind was when I heard the concept of just because we think it doesn't mean it's true. And that was something that I had probably heard before. I'm sure I'd heard it in some way, shape, or form in the past. But at that time in my life, I guess I was finally ready to internalize it. And, you know, we all have thoughts that go through our mind. They don't always have to be negative, but we have these thoughts that go through our mind. And of course, at least for me, I think the assumption is when you hear those thoughts, you just assume that they're true. These thoughts about yourself, these thoughts about the things that you're thinking or feeling or whatever the case is. And so the assumption is, well, you believe them. Of course, they're true. You just thought them. And there was this freeing moment that came when I realized just because I think it doesn't mean it's true, especially for me, the relevance came in this thoughts that I think about myself just because I think them doesn't mean it's true. That was immensely powerful for me and something that really served to help me start to divorce myself from those thoughts and to at least question them, question their validity, question their truthfulness. Is it really true? And uh, start to step away from them or at least look at them a second time. Um, it didn't make all the difference in the world, but the first time I heard it, it hit me like a ton of bricks. Like there's some truth in this that I need to be listening to and paying attention to. And then what built on that was this practice that I don't remember who it was now, but somebody had me go through where they had you sit in silence for a bit and notice the thoughts that came up, like the thoughts that you were thinking didn't really matter what they were negative or positive or whatever the case might be. But listen to those thoughts. What were those thoughts saying? What were those thoughts thinking? Right? What were you what were what was coming up? And the whole idea is just to observe them. Don't try to change them. Don't try to judge them. Don't try to look at them differently or force them into being anything other than what they are. They just are. That's all there is to it. They just are. They're not good. They're not bad. They just are. You just observe them. And so I did that for five minutes or ten minutes or so. Just observe them. And then the practice continued. And they had me say, okay, cool. So you just observed these thoughts for a bit. You noticed what was coming up. Who was listening? Who was listening? Because I heard them, right? I could hear this conversation going on in my head, right? Who was listening? See, those thoughts that I had heard my entire life, those were, those were thoughts that I heard my entire life. And I always said, well, that's me. I'm thinking that about myself. And this moment, just for a moment, I was able to divorce myself from those thoughts and recognize that there's this, I'm going to call it ego. I don't know if that's the right term. I don't know what terms to use once I start talking in this weird way, right? But there was this thinker, this chattering voice that was going on saying all these things. And for my entire life, I was convinced that was me. And in that moment, I realized, no, there's this thinker over here that's just yammering away, just heaping crap upon me the entire my entire life. And then there's this listener over here that's just going, hmm, okay. But my entire life, the listener would go, okay, I'll take that, I'll take that, I'll take that. And all of a sudden, I realized the listener doesn't have to take that. And that, for me, the words that I'm going to use, again, I don't know if they're right or if they're accurate or whatever, but the listener is like my soul or my true self or 
whatever. It's the way that I understand it. And the, the, the speaker, the chatterer, whatever is, you know, I don't know, the ego, whatever the case might be. The important thing for me was the distinction between the two, that there was a distinction between the two and that I didn't have to listen to the two, that I had control over, um, over whether I chose to accept it or not. And for that matter, it seemed like I had control over whether, you know, even getting the ego to think what it was going to think. That to me was a pivotal moment when I was able to recognize that there was two voices, we'll call it, not split personalities, just two different voices in there or two different, uh, yeah, I guess two things vying for power, if you will. And I didn't have to listen to the one that I had listened to my entire life. And in that moment, I felt like I was finally free from that one. Now, look, don't get me wrong. Those negative voices still pop up from time to time, right? Those things still come up and tell me that I'm not doing something right and I should have done something else. And why did you wait so long to do this or that or the other thing or whatever the case might be? But that voice is far less prevalent and carries far less weight my life than it ever did before. My hope is that as somebody is listening to this, that maybe something that I have said has carried some weight for you that has maybe piqued your interest in something and is maybe helping you in some, some small or large way in freeing your mind from the monkey mind, the chattering thing that is just going off, just heaping abuse it is so powerful, or it can feel so powerful. But I think by changing the soundtrack between your mind or between your ears, by recognizing that just because you think it doesn't mean it's true, and then finally by recognizing that you are not those thoughts, you are not even the thinker of those thoughts, you have a chance to finally free yourself of those things. And realize just how amazingly powerful you are. And I would just argue just how amazing you are. And if you don't feel that way right now, I'm sorry. But I I believe in you and I love you. And I hope that something that I have said in this episode speaks to you and brings you some peace. So that's it for this episode of Crazy Day. I know this one was a little bit of a different style than my other ones. But... If you did enjoy it, I would be honored if you would share it with a friend or post it on your social media feed. If your podcast player allows for such things like uh, Spotify or Apple Podcasts and some of the other ones, would you leave a review or a star rating or whatever your podcast player allows for? That would help so much with algorithms and all that kind of good stuff. Um, I've really enjoyed reading the reviews that you guys have left before. Thank you so much for those of you that have done so. And I'll see you on the next episode of Crazy Day.